This is How Did I Get This Far, a podcast tackling the basic skills and knowledge that we all completely missed learning. Soon enough, you'll stop having to ask yourself, how did I get this far? On this episode, wait, certain types of candles can be bad for you? It's time to find out, how did I become basic this far? Hi, everyone. So this podcast is all about the basics. So naturally, I had to collab with the co-hosts of the podcast titled The Basic Bitch Podcast. With me is Alex and Lauren, BFFs and self-proclaimed most basic bitches, embracing the shameless pleasures of basic culture like The Bachelor and wine. You get it. They are going to share their uncensored knowledge on all things basic bitch with us today. Lauren and Alex, welcome to my podcast. Hello. Hello. We're so excited to be here. Same. Um, So I'd love for you guys to share your podcast first before we go into the next portion. So tell me about your podcast. Yeah, well, you really hit the nail on the head with kind of Mm -hmm. describing us of, you know, embracing the shameless pleasures of the basic culture. Um, I mean, we've, we've been podcasting now for a little bit over, over a year now, and we've covered everything from bachelor to wine, to makeup, to DIY at the home, to literally everything. But really our show just is our kind of medium of um, hanging out and enjoying our friendship together. We've been friends for over 15 years. So you get a lot of the aspects of our friendship in, in the show. Um, Keep talking. (laughs) You keep talking. The, the thing about our show is like I talk too much, so I always have to like just chuck it to Alex. Otherwise, give, it, give Alex a moment. Yes. Yeah, and then there's like my uncensored thoughts because I have. <laughs> she just chucks it over to me, and I just have to pick it up mm-hmm. where we ended. Yeah, I mean, we just like I said, we have uncensored thoughts about literally everything. Our favorite thing is every Monday night we have dinner. We get to podcast. We watch The Bachelor, and then we get to talk shit about people. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think one of my favorite parts about our show is every week we were tasting either a new wine or like a mm-hmm. hard seltzer. When Alex was pregnant, we did mocktails. So we're always bringing you a new drink of the week as well. Um, so, nice. you know, if you're just coming for that, I mean, there's plenty of it and plenty of variety. Yeah. And our hope is that our listeners feel like they're friends with us, that they can crack open a bottle of wine with us and talk about the bachelor and just feel like they're one of the girls. I love it. One of the basic bitches. I love it. Yeah. I would say, so we, we just, we're doing a collaboration here. I did an episode for you guys. We have mine here. And I will say, um, I did notice that you cracked open a white claw while we were doing our interview. I wish it told me ahead of time, I would have gotten myself (laughs) a drink. I don't know why I didn't think of that, but I love it. Definitely feels like BFF vibe, like right away. So I love it. Very, very cool. All right, I'm going to move along to our game portion of the episode. All right, so normally I do a different game. Uh, This one's kind of similar to my this or that. So this or that is when I give two options and you pick whichever one you think is more accurate. Instead, we're going to do too basic or not basic enough. Ooh. Yes. So I'm going to share things that I think are pretty much identified as basic and you'll, as the most basic ladies, decide if (laughs) this is too basic and we need to tone it down or it's not basic enough and then maybe share how you can make it more basic. Okay. Sounds like we are perfect for this game. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's my first one. Using live, laugh, love or other inspirational messages as home decor. (laughs) 
my initial thought is too basic yeah but I am so guilty of this yes. <laughs> at one like when my boyfriend and I moved in together I had to scale down like the amount of signs with sayings like that because mm-hmm. every piece of decor had a saying Oof. yeah do you also have the signage that also says like where you are like home or eat or <laughs> something like that my my husband's favorite is that I have a sign in our kitchen that says farmhouse and he's like we don't live near a farm we live in a neighborhood like in the city like there's no farm near us we have no animals um yeah I'm what inspired you to buy it then when it's inaccurate I am just like a fan of Joanna Gaines and like the farmhouse Mm. decor Listen, I've wanted to buy all the like cute, like eat and like kitchen. I do have a sign that says laundry in my laundry room. Um, But I try really hard to avoid those because I know my boyfriend will make fun of me. And like, if I ever bought one of those cute signs, that's like farm fresh eggs. He'd be like, you don't get farm fresh eggs. You buy them at the grocery store. What are you talking about? But she'll go to like home goods. She went to home goods during Christmas time to get like Christmas decor. (laughs) <laughs> and she puts like three signs all next to it and she's facetiming she's like which one should i get this one says christmas trees this one says merry christmas and like they were like all the same and then she picks one that says merry christmas she puts it in her house and then sends me a picture and she has two right next to each other that both say merry no, christmas it gets worse. Oh, no. i realized i had all these shelves around my fireplace in one room, I had five signs that just said, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Can I really not find anything more original? It's a problem. Okay. So maybe it's not basic enough. Okay. All right. My next one. Being into horoscopes and using them to analyze relationships. I think it's basic. Like, is that a middle option or do we have to pick one or the other? I mean, that was the game, but you can do whatever you want. (laughs) It's probably too basic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Meaning like I used to be that way and I used to read my horoscope every day. And then I realized I can't blame everything on me being a Scorpio. Like sometimes (laughs) just a bitch. Can't blame it on that. But it's interesting that you say like about relationships, because I think it was a little bit ago we were talking about what my husband is, is, and what her boyfriend is like horoscopes. And if they match to our horoscopes. So Mm -hmm. yeah. the thing is, I think we all do it at one point just to either validate our relationships or Mm -hmm. just to check if we're on the wrong track. But I would probably say too basic just so that in case I date the wrong type, I have something to lean on and I'm a Gemini. So I feel like I have to say that it's, it's not good because no one likes us for some reason. I feel like every time when I look up the person I'm dating, like it's never a match. And I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, the, the relationship's doomed. Yeah, but, so I had to stop looking at it at some point. <laughs> okay, here's the next one. Overspending at Target. Oh, not basic enough. Or too big. Yeah. No, not know, basic maybe. enough. Yeah. <laughs> we need more, more Target. Yes. As I went to Target last night and I was like, woo! <laughs> I moved like two years ago and I was like, the closest target is like so far away. And I like looked it up and I'm like, it's 12 minutes. Like that is too far. And Alex is like, that's literally 12 minutes. But her target is five minutes away. So I just need to move closer to a target. 
You do need to move closer. Yeah. Okay, here's one you guys will definitely have an opinion on. Hosting bachelor viewing parties. Mm. <laughs> Not basic enough. People don't do them as much anymore. Like, yeah, we've right. tried to... I mean, like we obviously watch The Bachelor together every week Mm -hmm. and we'll have some of our other friends like they'll they'll trickle in here and there, but no one's ever dedicated to the whole season like we are. Mm -hmm. So everyone needs to kind of step it up a notch. So what usually happens when you're like having other friends join you to watch? They just give up on the season or what what's what's going on? I feel like half the time they probably get very annoyed of us because we (laughs) will talk about like what's happened in past seasons. We'll be like season blah 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 episode blah 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 do you remember when this happened and we'll reference like oh. other things mm-hmm. and they're and they probably aren't as like bachelor fanatics as us so they're like huh I also think though that now that we podcast and recap the show we don't fully recap but we hybrid recap and like give our thoughts on it but ever since we've transitioned to that phase like when our friends do join and the show is on and it's not a commercial break and they're talking, I'm like, you need to be quiet. Like, what did they just say? Like, I need to rewind it. And then during commercial, we'll like mute it and we'll be like screaming because we're like, did you see what just happened? And, yeah. and they like want to like chill and like scroll on their phone. And we're like, no. And then also like, we'll be watching and I'll be like, pause it. We need to tweet that. Cause like, I can't mm-hmm. watch and tweet at the same time as we live tweet the shows. So I think we also just, we kind of scare people off maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but some of them just come because they know it's like, oh, I can tell whoever, like their boyfriend or whatever, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to go watch The Bachelor. And that's, that's a better excuse than saying, I'm going to go get like hammered on some wine on a Monday. And like, yeah. <laughs> it. so they like to have it as the convenience of like using it as an excuse. Mm-hmm. The only time I ever live tweeted about The Bachelor, I think, the only time I really remember, um, it was right before my episode on my podcast that I did with Ben Higgins. Oh, and yeah. it happened to conveniently be, um, my episode came out like right after his like greatest of all time episode. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I better tweet. This is good for my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a little too intense. So I don't think I can ever live tweet. That it's was a little intense. stressful and you kind of miss half the show, but yeah. yeah. Do you guys end up re-watching? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It takes us probably like an extra 45 minutes to watch the show because we live tweet. Um, And we'll pause in between things and... And like talk about it or like take some notes. Yeah. That is work. Thank you for your service. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay, my next one, making charcuterie and then obviously taking pictures of it. Not basic enough. Not basic enough. Mm Mm-hmm. We've made some beautiful charcuterie boards and not photographed them. And I feel like it was just a missed opportunity. Like my goal one day is to make a charcuterie. Do you say char? Yes. Yeah. Are we pronouncing it wrong or are you pronouncing it wrong? No, I'm just like two drinks in. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Is a really long table. I want to cover like a whole entire dining room table in one. We need to have like a bachelor super viewing party yeah. and make that giant Someday. charcuterie table. Someday. Mm-hmm. You're We're combining some of my bullets here. Well, <laughs> my next one kind of goes with it. Using the sorry, this is funny. Using the phrase yes way rosé. <laughs> ah, too basic. Not basic enough. What are you talking about? I don't know. I probably have Bought us both too many shirts or like cups. <laughs> you know, you don't say things. And like, it's not always yes way rose, but it's something wine or cocktail mm-hmm. related. Like, it's one What's of the. What's another one? 
oh, uh, coffee till cocktails. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a popular one. I bought you a sweatshirt you, that says that. I have two sweatshirts that say <laughs> coffee till cocktails. Oh, no. From Target. Both In case what? Like, why? <laughs> What's the reason? I mean, they're different colors. I don't know. Oh, right. <laughs> they're not the same, but. Do you have that home decor that's like a thing to hold your coffee cup that's like before five coffee. o'clock and then the, the or something like that and then the wine glass holder that says after five o'clock? Nobody need that. That sounds yeah. like it's made by Ray Dunn or something. Yeah, probably. probably. Mm. Oh, I should have added like a, a Marshall's or, or, or Home Goods run on this mm. list. Ooh. Home Goods. So basic, but we yeah. love. Yeah, so basic. All right, my last one. Having Bath and Body Works candles. No, cussing candles. I know. I purposely did this one to lead into my next portion of the episode. So, <laughs> listen, I love Bath and Body Works candles. Their scents are amazing, and they got the big ass candles with the th- three wicks up. and whatever. They ain't got shit on cussing candles. They don't have shit on cussing candles, and they're so bad for you. <gasps> yeah. Bad for you? A candle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, oh, can you explain that? education? Okay, yeah, so let's get to the education portion of this okay. episode. <laughs> All right, so Bath and Body Work candles, or you know, any candle that you find, like Walmart, Target, the grocery can store. Can I interrupt you really quick? Already? Hold on. Something <laughs> as basic as candles, like you would think candles are candles, Mm-mm. but they're not. No. Oh my God, I'm so nervous. Okay, so candles are made with different types of wax. So there's paraffin wax, there's soy wax, there's beeswax. Right. There's another okay. one that I'm forgetting. Anything you find like a big box retailer is usually going to be paraffin wax. Paraffin wax has so many um, chemicals and carcinogens in it that the air you're breathing from it is actually toxic for you and can, and can. Wait, I got it. Hold on. <laughs> I, I got this candle at TJ Maxx. Hold on. It's probably paraffin wax. Um. Oh, okay. It says vegan soy wax blend. That's good. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, oh, the blend threw me for a sec, but okay. No, if it's vegan, soy, anything plant-based, that's good. Um, so the problem with the paraffin is that it's just made with, um, I'm blanking on the term, but basically it's a similar chemical in like plastics. Um, so if you took a paraffin candle and like I accidentally did this the other day, I had some leftover paraffin candles. And I put it in the bathtub on the little ledge. If you burn it, a nice little black soot ring will end up on the wall. Or if you've ever burned a shelf, like with a shelf on top, if you look underneath, there'll be some kind of discoloration. That is the um, soot from the flame. And that's because of the wax. Oh my goodness. So So, by cussing candles. Well, there's so much more to it. I could talk about it forever, but basically it's really bad for the air quality in your home. Like I actually, I have asthma and allergies and it affects it so much that like I cough if I have a paraffin candle. But the other thing is it's safer for your children and your pets. Mm -hmm. And if you spill paraffin wax on the floor, um, it's more likely to damage your carpet or your flooring. Soy wax, you can just wipe up with um, like a wet washcloth. And then lastly, paraffin wax burns at a higher temperature than the soy candle. So it burns faster, which means you don't get as much use out of your candle. And if you spill the wax, um, you'll, you're more likely to burn yourself or your kid or whoever might burn themselves on that wax versus the soy wax. Okay. Here's the thing. When (laughs) I was going to lead into learning about candles, I didn't know it was going to go to the extreme of like carcinogens and like, oh my goodness. Okay. 
Well, to to kind of rewind before we we get more into oh my goodness, I'm like freaking out about the candles. I, I didn't know it was such an extreme choice. Oh my gosh, this is why I can't become an adult. It's so tough. <laughs> okay, to catch everybody up. Um, obviously, my guests here, Lauren and Alex, have very exciting careers outside of being podcasters. We got. Being a makeup artist, a DIY home renovator who unfortunately does have a sign that says farmhouse, uh, but that's okay. <laughs> Lauren's also a recruiter and that candle makings uh, as well. We'll talk about that business too. So I'm sure we also can touch on picking out wine since you guys seem to be Ooh, experts yes. with that too. Mm. So we want to learn how to be the best basic bitches and learn more about these aspects that you guys are experts at. Tell me about your business first. Yeah. One of my other good friends, we own a company called Cussing Candles. It's just a, you know, through an Etsy shop. We don't actually have a store or anything like that, but we started it right before the holidays this last year and like it nice. blew up. Um, and we were like so overwhelmed and we were making candles like literally three times a week out of our home, you oh know, small God. batch candles. So they're called Cussing Candles because you can customize the label on the jars. Um, we have some kind of pre-made sayings such as like um, Serena shit or <laughs> Zen is fuck or like, it's just really like funny, but also like it's super dainty on there. So if it's in your house, it's not like there are other candles with like funny cussing labels, but they're giant and in your face. And I'm like, if my mom came over and saw this giant candle that said like Zen is fuck, she'd be like, that is so rude. Why is this right. in your home? So the labels are very subtle. Um, so you really kind of have to pay attention mm -hmm. to see what they say. What were you going to say? I was going to say, she made me candle that says relax, bitch. And I had it in my kitchen burning. And even my mother-in-law, who was like very conservative and sweet older woman, mm -hmm. she didn't even notice. But she did comment on how good it smelled. So <laughs> Which it's funny. The reason we decided to start the candle company in the first place was we just made candles for fun. I had this like amber jar and I, it's on these like imprinted like black strips we make the labels with it said relax bitch and like so many people on our <laughs> podcast because I posted on our podcast page like where did you buy that that's so cute I need that and I was like I literally just made it oh, um, and so many podcasters were like we need this candle and I was like yo we should make a candle company so here we are <laughs> so cool I love that I love that you created something and then there was just so much love for it they're like wow like People love really dainty curses. That's so great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, very cool. Very, very basic bitch. I love it. Very yeah. basic bitch. Yes. <laughs> so you talked earlier that you're also a recruiter, um, or maybe you talked about this on our episode. I can't remember if you mm -hmm. mentioned it here, but is there any um, like main big tips that you like to give people when they're interviewing for a job? That is a good one. I would say the biggest thing is just respecting our time. I know there are some recruiters who have made a bad name for the rest of us that, you know, they can be a little bit passive, whatever, but I really go out of my way to be on time to our interviews um, and making sure that I've reviewed your resume before I show up. So I know who you are and what your deal is. So if you aren't like most of the time it's on the phone, especially with COVID, but if you don't show up and I, you know, leave a voicemail and then you call me back a couple minutes later, that's cut into our time. And then, you know, less time to talk about you. And also our days are usually booked pretty tightly. So we have lots of back-to-back -back phone interviews and, you know, our schedules are very busy just as your schedules are busy as, you know, the other person. So I think respecting time is the biggest I would say if you have just a couple of minutes to at least look up the company you're interviewing with. So you remember, I've so many times called mm -hmm. someone and been like, hi, this is Lauren from so-and-so company calling for, our, you know, interview. And they're like, who? 
what do you do? And I'm like, oh, okay, thanks so much for wasting my time. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, there's so many different tips as it relates to like resumes and LinkedIn profiles and applications, but I would say um, in any of those, just, um, you know, make sure you're being honest and truthful. Um, there's, you know, highlighting yourself and, and pumping your tires and that's great, but we also want to make sure that we're truthful in those arenas. So those are kind of my top three, three tips. Very nice. All right. We're going to put um, Alex in the hot seat now Ayo. to touch on your career journey. So we'll start with makeup, obviously touch on your journey a little bit, and then maybe some of your best tips you have with makeup. Yeah. Uh, I started my company Glitter and Gloss Beauty now. You guys both started businesses? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boss babes. Yeah. Boss babes. <laughs> so basic. Uh, I started <laughs> three years ago, but I mean, I've been doing family and friends for oh, a long time. I mean, I started playing around like doing Lauren's makeup for, I don't know. Like over... 10, 10 years, years ago. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I got into makeup through the pageant world. So I used to compete in pageants. I held the titles of Miss Washington USA 2012 or Miss Washington Teen USA 2012 and then Miss Washington USA 2017. I am the first person to win both titles in the state of Washington. And also I am the first person nationally to win both titles on their first try. So through. <laughs> that is amazing. Through, it's not just the makeup that one. Yeah. <laughs> through my pageant journey and training and everything that goes into preparing to compete at a national pageant like Miss Teen USA and Miss USA, I had a lot of makeup training and that's how I kind of fell in with uh, the industry. And I had learned so much from these professionals professional makeup artists. Uh, and I just fell in love with the techniques of making people feel beautiful and making them feel like the best versions of themselves because every woman mm -hmm. should feel like that every single yeah. day. Uh, and so I specialize in bridal makeup and hair, but, uh, one thing I really enjoy doing, which I get a lot of joy and just happiness out of is doing makeup lessons and hair lessons with people oh. uh, so they can obtain the same beautiful makeup looks uh, every single day and they don't have to hire a makeup artist. So yeah, I've been That's doing awesome. that. And then I actually also work full-time though at Starbucks corporate as a mm. uh, business administrator. So, and she's also a mom. I'm busy. And a, mom. <laughs> and a mama. That is the definition of a boss, babe. <laughs> <laughs> and they do a podcast. So, so I'm a little crazy. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I have definitely passed the, uh, what I believe is the Starbucks corporate building. And I get very excited as like essentially a tourist since I don't live there. And I'm like, I wonder what it's like in there. So, <laughs> Lots of coffee. <laughs> Do you get free coffee? When you're in the building, yes. Yeah. Oh, like okay. Like not when you go. Yeah. Okay. I was like. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. little kitchens. So it's. Like, like, yeah. I also used to work there. Yeah. And so like yeah. every floor, there's like north, south, east, and west. And they have literally like a, a Starbucks set up in there. Yeah. And so you get, if you don't, um, if you didn't come from the stores, we were both baristas beforehand. They teach you how to operate the espresso machine. So you can just go in and make your own Starbucks mm -hmm. beverage. But there's also a store on one of the floors if you want someone else to make it for you. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. It's funny. I actually, when I first created this podcast, there was one type of episode I wanted to do that I wasn't sure if it was too niche, 
but how to order at Starbucks oh, was an episode covered. I wanted to do. Should I do it? You should totally do it. Okay. So we have another yes. episode yes. to come. Then. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. When I worked at Starbucks, I worked at a store that had a drive through and the amount of people that would not be able to order their drink right and then get mad at me after it's been made and it was messed up because they didn't order it correctly not fun well it's so hard when you can't see them face to face yeah yeah Yeah. I I've always just had a tough time figuring out because I had to do an entire episode about coffee which I've done before it was one of the first topics that I came up with because I just never fully understood this Mm -hmm. cup of dirt water I just didn't really get it and uh so we we learned more about it and then I was like I really also don't know how to order these drinks like just (laughs) what it is and now actually how to pick out the right drink, what to put in it, how you right. say it, because you guys at Starbucks have some fancy words. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, okay. Future. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> Noted. Okay. Do you have any just quick basic makeup tips before we move on to oh, talking yes. about wine? Gosh, I think the biggest thing that I see, and I, the first thing I do when I have a client is I ask them what type of skincare they currently use and what type of skin they have, because that will base off a lot of the products that I'm going to be using on them and half the time they're like, uh, I don't really use anything. I don't wear SPF. I don't, I don't wear moisturizer because I have oily skin or like this or that, like, please take care of your skin, like wash Mm. your face twice a day. If anything, always wash it at night because throughout the day we're touching our face, you get oils and dirt pollution, Uh, The second thing, even if you have oily skin, use a moisturizer because your skin is actually overproducing and that's why your skin is oily. So give yourself a nice surge of moisture. Fun fact, Alex used to work at Clinique. So that's why she's also now a skincare expert. (laughs) You had a lot of jobs. I did. (laughs) And the last thing is wear SPF, even in like, I mean, we live in Seattle where half the time it's rainy and cloudy, but you still need to wear your SPF because the sun will get to your skin through the clouds. So for an everyday, you just need like an SPF 25 or 30 and yeah, it will save your skin and wrinkles. That is the foundation, obviously like that you're, you're, this is your canvas that you're putting Mm -hmm. the makeup on. So no matter how great the product is, how great your technique is, like if you don't have the the smooth, great skin or, you know, yeah, yeah, clean canvas to apply the makeup to, then it's just, it's not going to last. It's going to look terrible. And literally no matter the product, it's just not going to work. I've taught you well. Oh, good job. Okay, let's touch a bit about wine too. So you guys love to have your wine, try different wines you were saying before, or even your seltzers. Do you have any other tips for picking out a good wine or even the mocktails you guys touched on too? I think when picking out a wine, if you're at like a grocery store, someone that works there likely knows something about the wine Mm -hmm. there because part of someone's job there. But if you don't know what to be looking for, I guess it kind of helps to start with like, do you drink wine? Do you like wine? Because if you know what you like, then that's a little bit easier. But like, if you've literally never tried wine, I always recommend people start with a white, like a Chardonnay and build your way up to the reds. Because it's highly likely that you're not going to like a red wine the very first time you try it if you've never even had white wine to begin with or a rosé. So as far as picking out, you know, the price isn't everything. Like Mm -hmm. an expensive bottle of wine doesn't mean it's going to taste good or even be good quality. 
Yeah. And I mean, with that, even if you want to make a cheaper bottle of wine taste a lot better, get an aerator. Mm -hmm. They are magical. If you can't afford one, just really let your wine air out, pour it out, leave it for like five, 10 minutes and it will, it will taste a lot better. Yeah. The other thing I recommend is in a grocery store, even a store like a BevMo or um, like the Total Wine, any kind of wine outlet there usually will be little tags that are like employee favorites or like manager Mm -hmm. favorites look for those because that person's obviously taking the time to pick out from all these wines what their favorites are to let you know so i recommend to look there but also run a quick google search of like top 10 white wines for new wine drinkers um, and it'll give you some recommendations but Honestly, if you stick with like a California wine or a Washington wine, it's likely to be simple enough for you to enjoy it, especially if it's the first time trying a wine and not be super complex and kind of like startle your, your palate, I guess would be the term, but, um, Washington and California wines, they're phenomenal. Obviously we're very biased. We live in Washington, (laughs) you're in California, but like overall they're great wines, but it's, it gets a little tricky when you start with the more complex wines from other regions. Yeah. And I would also say base what you eat off of what wine you're going to get. If you are a red meat eater, you're probably going to like more of a red wine. If you really like fish and things like that, you'll probably like more of a white wine. So you can Google really simple pairings and do it that way also. And it will just help your, your taste buds kind of acclimate towards uh, that wine better. And honestly, there is kind of a crossover between coffee and wine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I used to explain this at when, you know, people were coming into Starbucks, if they've never really had coffee, I would ask, do you drink wine? Um, and if they did, I would kind of relate it that way. Cause when you, whether you're talking about like a roast of coffee that you're drinking, like a blonde, I would compare like a white wine mm-hmm. and a medium to a rosé and a dark to like a red, but even same with like, okay, when you order coffee, do you want something like super sweet? And like, you really can't taste the coffee, like a white mocha. If that's your answer, you're probably going to like a sweeter wine, like a Moscato or like a sweet rosé. Or if you're more of a black coffee drinker, you're probably going to want something more dry um, mm-hmm. and not as sweet, you know, maybe like a, what's a dry white wine. Uh, like a white. dry Riesling yeah. Um, yeah, or if it's a red, a Syrah. So like they're, they're interchangeable in a sense. Um, so that's kind of also where I start. That's good. That is some good basic stuff right there. So yes. thank you ladies. All right. So I think it's time to wrap this up. Um, for those who want to get more of the basics from you, where can they connect with you and your podcast? Just like most podcasters, we're on every platform you could imagine. Um, So just type in the Basic Bitch Podcast. Um, We are also on Instagram at the Basic Bitch Podcast. As we talked about with live tweeting, we are on the Twitter. Um, That is at Basic Bitch Pod. And we're on, you know, TikTok, Facebook, all the things, but we're mainly active on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And if you go to our Instagram, also, we have a highlight reel that talks about wine and our wine of the week. So if you really have no idea where to start, you can go there, reference it. We talk about the wine. We have a picture. You can take it into your total wine and say, I want this. We also have we'll tips, make it easy. Yeah. Tips with aerators and different wine products and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've literally had people like this girl messaged me on New Year's Eve. She's like, I'm going to a New Year's Eve party. I'm meeting this guy that I've been dating, like his friends for the first time. And I'm in charge of bringing champagne. Like, what should I get? And I was like, I got you, girl. Here's some recommendations. <laughs> Here's like five, depending yeah. on your price point. Have fun. So. 
you can always reach out for a recommendation. Lots of resources. Thank you, ladies. I have live, laugh, loved chatting with you. (laughs) 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 Thanks for joining the podcast and hope to reconnect over the bachelor or the bachelorette very soon, June 7th. Very exciting. Uh, And to all the boss babes and gents listening, thanks for tuning in. Check out the basic bitch podcast and we will chat again soon. Bye for now. Bye. I hope this episode helped. Please subscribe, rate and review to support the podcast and follow along for more hacks, tips and failed attempts on Instagram at how did I get this far pod? Well, that's as far as we will get for now. I'm Amanda Ogan. Thanks for listening.